B. Be authentic. Be authentic. Truthfulness means authenticity. To be true, not to be false, not to be, not to use masks. Whatsoever is your real face, show it at, show it at whatever the cost. Remember that doesn't mean that you have to unmask others. If they are happy with their lives, it is for them to decide. Don't go and unmask anybody because this is how people think. They say they have to be truthful, authentic. They mean they have to go and make everybody a nude. Uh, they mean they have to go and make everybody nude because why are you hiding your body? These clothes are not needed. No. Please remember, be truthful to yourself. You are not needed to reform anybody else in the world. If you can grow yourself, that's enough. Don't be a transformer and don't try to teach others. And don't try to change others. If you change, that's enough of a message. I like that. Be truthful to yourself. You are not needed to reform anybody else in the world. If you can grow yourself, that's enough. Don't be a reformer. And don't try to teach others. And don't try to change others. If you change, that's enough of a message. To be authentic means to remain true to your own being. To be authentic means to remain true to your own being. How to remain true? Three things have to be remembered. How to remain true? Three things have to be remembered. One, never listen to anybody, but they tell you to be. Anyway, always listen to your inner voice, what you'd like to be. Otherwise, your whole life will be wasted. Your mother wants you to be an engineer. Your father wants you to be a doctor. And you want to be a poet. What to do? Of course, the mother is right because it is more economical, more financially helpful to be an engineer. The father is also right. To be a doctor is a good commodity in the market. It has a market value. A poet? Have you gone mad? Are you crazy? Poets and people. Poets are people who are cursed. Nobody wants them. There is no need for them. The world can exist without poetry. There will be no trouble just because there is no poetry. The world cannot exist without engineers. The world needs engineers. 
If you are needed, you are valuable. If you are not needed, you don't carry any value. But if you want to be a poet, be a poet. You may be a beggar. Good. You may, be, you may not become very rich out of it, but don't worry about it. Because otherwise, you may become a great engineer. Because otherwise, you may become a great engineer and you may earn much money, but you will never have any fulfillment. You will always hanker. Your inner being will hanker to be a poet. Yeah? I have heard. That one great scientist, a surgeon who was awarded a Nobel Prize, was asked, When the Nobel Prize was awarded to you, you didn't look very happy. What's the matter? He said, I always wanted to be a dancer. I never wanted to be a surgeon in the first place. And now, not only I have become a surgeon, I have become a very successful surgeon, and this is a burden. I wanted to be a, just a dancer, and I remain a lousy dancer. That is my pain, my anguish. Whenever I see somebody dancing, I feel so miserable in such hell. What would I do with this Nobel Prize? I can't become a dance to me. It can't become a dance to me. It can't give me a dance. <clears throat> Remember, be true to your inner voice. It may lead you into dancer.、Uh, remember, to be true to your inner voice, it may lead you into danger. Then go in danger. But remain true to the inner voice. Then there is a possibility that one day you will come to a state where you can dance with inner fulfillment. Always look. The first thing is your being. Don't allow others to manipulate and control you. And there are many. Everybody is ready to control you. Everybody is ready to change you. Everybody is ready to give you a direction you have not asked for. <laughs> Everybody is giving you a guide for your life. The guide exists within you. You carry the blueprint. I like that. To be authentic means to be true. To oneself. It is a very, very dangerous phenomenon. Rare people can do that. But when it, whenever people do it, they achieve. They achieve such beauty, such grace, such contentment that you cannot imagine. They achieve such beauty, such grace. Such contentment that you cannot imagine. That you cannot imagine. The reason everybody looks so frustrated is that 
Nobody has listened to his own voice. You wanted to marry a girl. You wanted to marry a girl, but the girl was a Mohammedan, and you are a Hindu Brahmin. Your parents wouldn't allow it. The society wouldn't accept it. It was dangerous. The girl was poor, and you are rich, so you married a rich woman, Hindu Brahmin. By caste, accepted by everybody, but not by your heart. So now you live an ugly life. Now you go to prostitutes. But even prostitutes won't help you. You have prostituted your whole life. You wasted your whole life. Always listen to the inner voice and don't listen to anything else. There are thousands and one temptation around you because many people are peddling their things. It is a supermarket. The world. And everybody in it is interested in selling his thing to you. Everybody is a salesman. If you listen to many salesmen, you will become mad. Don't listen to anybody. Just close your eyes and listen to the inner voice. That is what meditation is all about. To listen to the inner voice. This is the first thing. Then the second thing, only if you have done the first thing, does the second become possible. Never wear a mask. Never wear a mask. The first one was. Never listen to anybody. Okay, <laughs> number one, never listen to anybody. Number two, never wear a mask. If you are angry, be angry. It is risky, but don't smile, because that is being untrue. You have been taught that when you are angry, smile, but then your smile becomes false. A mask, just an exercise of the lips and nothing else. The the heart full of anger, poison, and the lips smiling, you become a false phenomenon. Then the other thing also happens, when you wanna smile, you cannot smile. Your whole mechanism is topsy turvy. Your whole mechanism is topsy turvy, because when you wanted to be angry, you weren't. When you wanted to hate, you didn't. Now you wanna love. Suddenly you find that the mechanism doesn't function. Now you wanna smile. You have to force it. Really, your heart is full of smile, and you wanna laugh out loud, but you cannot smile. But you cannot laugh. You cannot laugh. Something chokes in the heart. Something chokes in the throat. The smile doesn't come, 
or even if it comes, it is a very pale and dead smile. It doesn't make, it doesn't make you, it doesn't make you happy. You don't bubble up with it. It is not a radiance around you. It doesn't make you happy. You don't bubble up with it. It is not a radiance around you. When you want to be angry, be angry. Nothing is wrong in being angry. If you want to be laugh, if you want to laugh, laugh. Nothing is wrong in. Nothing is wrong in laughing loudly. By and by, you will see that your whole system is functioning. When it functions, really, it has a hum around it. Just like a car hums when everything is going well.、Um, just like a car hummings when everything is going well, the driver who loves the car knows that now everything is functioning well. There is an organic unity. The mechanism is functioning well. You can see it. Whenever a person's mechanism is functioning well, you can sense the hum around him. He walks, but his step has a dance in it. He talks, but his words carry a subtle poetry in them. He looks at you, and he really looks. It is not just lukewarm. It is really warm. When he touches you, he really touches you. You can feel his energy moving into your body, a current of life being transferred, because his mechanism is functioning well. Don't wear masks; otherwise, you will create dysfunctions, blocks in your mechanism. There are many blocks in your body. A person who has been suppressing anger, his jaw becomes blocked. All the anger comes up to the jaw, and then stops there. His hands become ugly. They don't have the graceful movement of a danger of a dancer. No, because the anger comes into the fingers. And becomes blocked. Remember, anger was two outlets for release. One is the teeth, another is the finger. All animals, when they are angry, will bite you with the teeth, or they will start tearing you with the hands. So the nails and the teeth are the two points. From where the anger is released,、ah. I have a suspicion that wherever anger is suppressed too much, people have teeth trouble. Their teeth go wrong because too much energy is there and never released, and anybody who suppressed anger. Will eat more. Angry people will always eat more, because the teeth need some exercise. Ah, it's interesting. Angry people will more.、Uh, angry people will smoke more. Angry people will talk more. 
then can become they can become obsessive talkers because somehow the jaw needs exercise so that the energy is released a little bit and angry people's hands will become knotted ugly if the angry if the energy had been released they could have become beautiful hands if you suppress anything there is some corresponding part in the body to be to the emotion if you don't want to cry your eyes will lose their luster because tears are needed if you don't want to cry your eyes will lose their luster because tears are needed But they are a very alive phenomenon. When one, when once in a while you weed and cry, really you go into it, you become it, and tears start flowing from your eyes. Your eyes are cleansed. Your eyes become fresh again, young and virgin. That's why women have more beautiful eyes, because they can still cry. Men have lost the beauty of their eyes, because they have a wrong notion that men should not cry. If a small boy cries, even the parents say, "What are you doing? Are you being a sissy?" What nonsense! Because God has given you, men and women, the same tear glands. If men were not mean to weep, there would have been no tear glands. Simple mechanics. Why do the tear glands exist in men in the same proportion as they exist in women? Eyes need it. Eyes need weeping and crying, and it is really beautiful if you can cry and weep wholeheartedly. Remember, if you cannot cry and weep wholeheartedly, you cannot laugh either, because that is the other polarity. People who can laugh can also cry. People who cannot cry cannot laugh, and you may have observed it sometimes in children. If they laugh loudly and long, they start crying. Because both things are joined, in the villages I have heard mothers saying to their children, "Don't laugh too much, otherwise you will start crying." Really true, because the phenomena are not different; just the same energy moves to the opposite poles. So the second thing, don't use masks. Be true. Whatever the cost, and the third thing about authenticity, always remain in the present. Ah, the first one, never listen to others. The second thing, never wear a mask. The third one, always remain in the present. Because all falseness enters either from the past or from the future. All falseness enters 
either from the past or the future. Oh. That which has passed has passed. Don't bother about it and don't carry it as a burden. Otherwise, it will not allow you to be authentic to present. And all that has not come has not come yet. And all that has not come has not come yet. Don't don't unnecessarily be bothered about the future. Otherwise, that will come into the present and destroy it. Be sure, be true to the present, and then you will be authentic. To be here now is the is to be authentic. No past, no future. This moment, all. This moment, the whole eternity. This moment, the whole eternity. These three things, and you maintain truthfulness. Then whatsoever you say will be true. Ordinarily, ordinarily, you think you have to be careful to say the truth. I'm not saying that. I'm saying create authenticity, and whatsoever you say will be true. Hmm. Ordinarily, you think you have to be careful to say the truth. I'm not saying that. I'm saying create authenticity, and whatsoever you say will be true. Truth is not something logical. By truth, I don't mean a conclusion arrived at by logical, rational methods. By truth, I mean the authenticity of a being, not imposing anything that you are not, just being that which you are, at whatsoever the risk, never become a hypocrite. Hypocrite. Never become a hypocrite. If you are sad, you are sad. That is the truth in that moment. Don't hide it. Don't put a false smile on your face, because that false smile will create a split in you. You will become two. A part of you will be smiling, and of course, it is only going to be a minor part, and the major part. Will remain sad. Now, a division has arisen, and if you go on doing it again and again, when you are angry, you don't show your anger. You are afraid it may destroy your image, because people think you are so compassionate, and people say that you are never angry. They appreciate it. And it is so gratifying to the ego. Now, being angry will destroy your beautiful image. So, rather than destroying the image, you repress the anger. It is boiling within, but on the surface, you remain compassionate, kind, polite, sweet. Now, the division is being practiced. People are practicing it through their whole lives. Then the division becomes absolutely settled.
people are practicing it through their whole lives, then the division becomes absolutely settled. Even when you are sitting alone and there is nobody, uh, even when you are sitting alone and there is nobody, and there is no need to pretend, you go on pretending. It has become second nature. People are not true even in their bathrooms. Even when they are utterly alone, they are untrue. Now, it is not a question of being true and untrue. It has just become their habit. For the whole of their lives, they have practiced. And as you practice more and more, the distance between the two parts of you becomes bigger and bigger. When it becomes unbridgeable, we call it schizophrenia. When you cannot contact your own other part, you almost become two persons instead of one. Then it is severe mental illness. Then it is severe mental illness. But everybody is divided. So the difference between the schizophrenic and the normal is only of degree. It is not very basic, not of quality, but only of quality, but only of quantity. By truth, I mean not to pretend. Just be whatsoever you are. One moment you are sad, so that moment you are sad. And next moment, if you become happy, there is no need now to continue to remain sad because that too has been taught to always be consistent, to remain consistent. It happens, you can observe it, you are sad, and then suddenly sadness is gone. But you cannot laugh immediately because what will people think? Are you mad? Just before you are sad, now, you immediately start laughing. Only mad people or small children do this. It is not expected of you. You will have to wait for a certain situation in which slowly, slowly, you can relax and start smiling and laughing again. So it is not only that when you are sad, you pretend smiles. When you want to smile, then too, you pretend sadness because of, because of that whole stupid idea of remaining consistent. Each moment has its own way, and no moment needs to be consistent with any other moment. Life is a flux. It is a river. It goes on changing its moods. So one need not be worried about consistency. Anybody who becomes worried about consistency will become untrue. Because only lies can be consistent. Truth is always changing. Truth contains its own contradictions. And that's the richness of truth. That's its vastness. That's its beauty. So if you are feeling sad, then be sad with no condemnation, with no evaluation, evaluation of its, with no evaluation 
of it being good or bad. There is no question of good or bad. It is simply so. And when it goes, let it go. When again you start smiling, don't feel guilty because just now you were sad. So how can you smile? Let somebody first tell a joke. Let somebody first break the ice. And then you will smile. Wait for the right moment. That is again hypocrisy. When you are happy, be happy. There is no need to pretend anything. And remember, each moment has an each moment has an atomic reality. It is discontinuous from the past moment and is not connected with the future future moment. Each moment is atomic, and they are not following each other in a sequence. They are not linear. Each moment has its own way of being, and you have to be that. In that moment, nothing else. This is what is really meant by truth. This is what is really meant by truth. Truth means authenticity. Truth means sincerity. Truth means authenticity. Truth means sincerity. Truth is not a logical thing. It is a psychological state of being true. Not true according to some ideal. Because if there is some ideal, you will become false. If you think that to be like a Buddha is to be true, then you will never be true because you are not a Buddha. If you think that to be like a Buddha is to be true, then you will never be true because you are not a Buddha. And you will impose the Buddha on you. You can't sit like the Buddha. You can almost become a marble statue. But deep down, you will still be the same. The Buddha will be just a posture. And if you have an ideal, you cannot be true to the moment because the ideal is always there and you have to imitate the ideal. The true man has no ideals. He lives moment to moment. He always lives as he feels in the moment. He is utterly respectful towards his feelings, his emotions, his moods. And this is what I want people to be. Authentic, true, sincere, respectful towards their own goal. Listen to yourself. Always listen to your own feelings. There is no need to look around. And by looking at people, you cannot see exactly what is happening to them because their face is not their reality, just as your face is not your reality. Their outside appearance is not their inner, just as your outside appearance is not your inner. That is the whole hypocrisy of society not to show your inner, your center, your real face. Hide it. Show it only to someone who is very intimate and who will understand. But who is intimate? Even lovers don't show their faces to each other because nobody knows. 
this minute somebody is a lover next minute maybe not so it becomes like an island closed don't look at others look at yourself and let what in uh, and let what is inside of you come out whatsoever the risk there is no greater risk than suppression there is no greater risk than suppression if you suppress you will lose all zest for life all enthusiasm you will lose all life if you go on suppressing it is toxic it poisons the being listen to the heart and whatsoever is there bring it out soon you will become efficient in bringing it out and you'll enjoy it and once you know how to be true it is so beautiful that you will never settle for being false we go on deciding to be false because we have never tasted the real never tasted the real from the very beginning of childhood the real was suppressed before a child becomes aware of what is real he has been taught to suppress it in con- in unconscious ways mechanical ways he goes on suppressing without knowing what he is doing be true to yourself there is no other responsibility one has to be responsible towards one's being be true to yourself there is no other responsibility um, your only responsibility is to be true to yourself so to speak one has to be responsible toward one's being yeah that's true one has to be responsible toward one's being you are you are you are answerable you are answerable to your own being and god is not going to ask you why you were not somebody else <laughs> you are answerable to your own being oh it's interesting there is a story that when he uh there is a story that when the hasid mystic josiah was dying somebody asked him why wasn't he praying to god and was he sure that moses would be a witness to him he replied let me tell you one thing god is not going to ask me why i'm not a moses he will ask me why i'm not a josiah he will ask me why i'm not a josiah this is the whole problem how to be oneself and if you can solve this then every other problem becomes non problematic non problematic and if you can solve this then every other problem becomes non problematic then life is a beautiful mystery to be lived not a problem to be solved but just to be lived and enjoyed ah oh, i like it 
trust yourself. Trust is possible only if first you trust in yourself. That's very true. The most fundamental thing has to happen within you first. If you trust in yourself, you can trust in me, you can trust in people, you can trust in existence. But if you don't trust in yourself, then no other trust is ever possible. And society destroys trust at the very roots. It does not allow you trust. It does not allow you tr- trust yourself. It teaches all other kinds of trust. Trust in the parents, trust in the church, trust in the state, trust in God. Ad infinitum. Ad infinitum. But the basic trust is completely destroyed. And then all other trusts are phony, are bound to be phony. They all other trust, then all other trusts <coughs> are just plastic flowers. <coughs> you don't have real roots for real flowers to grow. Society does it deliberately on purpose because a man who trusts in himself is dangerous for society. A society that depends on slavery, a society that has invented too much in slavery. A man trusting himself is an inadequate a man trusting himself is an independent man. You cannot make predictions about him. He will move in his own way. Freedom will be his life. He will trust when he feels. When he loves, and then he trusts, and then his trust will have a tremendous intensity and truth in it. Then his trust will be alive and authentic, and he will be ready to risk all for his trust, but only when he feels it, only when it is true, only when it stirs their heart. Only when it stirs his heart, only when it stirs his intelligence and his love, otherwise not. You cannot force him into any kind of believing. This this society depends on belief. Its whole structure is that of auto-hypnosis. Its whole structure is based in creating robots and machines, not men. It needs dependent people, so much so that they are constantly in need of being tyrannized. So much so that they are searching and seeking their own tyrants their own Adolf Hitlers, their own Mussolini's, their own Joseph Stalin's and Mao Zedong's. This earth, this beautiful earth, we have turned 
into a great prison, a few power lusty people. A few power lusty people have reduced the whole of humanity into a mob. Man is allowed to exist only if he compromises with all kinds of nonsense. nonsense. Now, to tell a child to believe in God is nonsense, utter nonsense. Not that God does not exist, but because the child has not yet felt the thirst, the desire, the longing. He's not yet ready to go in search of the truth, the ultimate truth of life. He's not yet mature enough to inquire into the reality of existence. That love affair has to happen someday, but it can happen only if no belief is imposed upon him. If he is converted before the thirst has arisen to explore and to know, then his whole life he will live in a phony way. He will live in a slow way. Yes, he will talk about God because he has been told that God is. He has been told authoritarian, authoritarian, authoritatively. He has been told authoritatively, and he has been told by people who are very powerful in his childhood. His parents, his priests, his teachers. He has been told by people, and he had to accept it. It was a question of his survival. He could not say no to his parents because without them, he would not be able to live at all. It was too risky to say no. He had to say yes, but his yes can't be true. How can it be true? He is saying yes only as a political device to survive. You have not returned. In, you have not turned in. You have not turned him into a religious person. You have made him a diplomat. You have created a politician. Uh huh. Interesting. Politician and diplomat. You have a, you have sabotaged his political to grow into an authentic being. You have poisoned him. You have destroyed the very possibility of his intelligence because intelligence arises only when the longing arises to know. You have destroyed the very possibility of his intelligence. Because intelligence arises only when the longing arises to know. Now the longing will never arise because before the question has taken position, before the question has taken possession of his soul, the answer has already been supplied. Before he was hungry, the food has been forced into his being. Now, without hunger, this forced food cannot be digested. There is no hunger to digest it. 
there is no hunger to digest it. That's why people live like pipes, pips, pipes, pips, pipes through which life passes like undigested food, undigested food. One has to be very patient with children, very alert, very conscious not to say anything that may hinder their own intelligence from arriving, not to convert them into Christians, Hindus, and Mohammedans. One needs infinite patience. One day, the miracle happens when the child himself starts inquiring, then too, don't supply him with ready-made answers. Ready-made answers help nobody. Ready-made answers are dull and stupid. Help him to become more intelligent. Rather than giving him answers, give him situation and challenges so that his intelligence is sharpened and he asks more deeply so that the question penetrates to his very core, so that the question become the question becomes a question of life and death.